0: How has this crime affected you emotionally? I'm always depressed. I feel worthless sometimes. I'm scared when someone touches me near my neck or grabs me suddenly. I cry constantly for no reason. I can't sleep because of nightmares, and I fear Gary is after me. How has this crime affected you physically? I had bruises on me. Coworkers asking questions. Making comments like he beat you up. I had to feel humiliated because of all the abuses and pain I was in. How has this crime affected you financially? I had to find a new home. I had nowhere to go. I had to come up with money for rent. Rides to work. And also buy new clothing items. Because I was not allowed to get my own property from his home. What do you think should be the sentence given to the defendant for this charge? I think Gary should be back to prison. But then again, I know from what he said, he's been there and he doesn't mind being there again. I know he needs counseling because he has a problem I know he's um, affected my life now and I have to live in fear for the rest of my life that's the victim impact statement from the charge that I will discuss on this episode he has many charges this is just the first of like I said many and this is also very disturbing once you hear what the actual sentence ends up being So before I get into this episode, there's just a few things I need to say. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate that. Uh, So going forward, uh, every Sunday, uh, I'm going to have a live called uh, Through My Lens. And I'm basically going to be um, discussing why I do this. And basically my life experiences. And why those experiences make me very qualified for this. So everyone has a story. And... Everyone's story is based on their life experiences How life has treated them Things they've gone through As to why they view life the way they do Why their outlook is the way it is And I'm going to tell you some things that are not so charming um, Things that are very bad A lot of negatives Um, But turning those negatives into a positive Is what I'm about at this point in my life And I'm going to tell you some pretty pretty uh, interesting stories uh, you know it, it was supposed to be uh, Every other week With me and Leah But what I'm going to do I'm just going to Going forward I'm going to have every Sunday For sure This specific uh, Series is is going to be going on And when she can join She can join if she wants um, I know she's busy Very busy And my schedule has just gotten Much, much, much busier so it's difficult for me to have any uh, any extra time. So that extra time I have, I have to use wisely. With that being said, uh, the episode 2 of Destination Unknown Ohio edition is in the works. And there is a teaser out for it. I'm not sure if you've heard it. You could check that out on our Facebook page, Missing Person Cases Network YouTube page. Missing Person Cases Network. Any of our, either, either my personal Instagram um, or my new personal Instagram. Uh, my actual real personal Instagram is private, but the public one that I'm going to have, um, or the pages, which is missing underscore persons underscore network. Um, we're also on Twitter at the underscore MPC network. TikTok, um, Snapchat, but we're not really doing that anymore. Tumb, uh, Tumblr, yeah, we're basically everywhere. And the podcast, we're on every pla- podcast platform. Now, I know I had said that um, we basically the last episode of, of Jessica had happened and that I was waiting on new information. Well, this new information has caused many more episodes. It's... Um yeah, there's going to be a lot more episodes coming out. This first episode, I'm going to be going over that new information, analyzing analyzing it and telling you about Basically, it's going to be a part one of the Gary Potter prime suspect. And what has gone on in this area of Georgia is despicable. Uh, and that's an understatement, and you will see. I was really disgusted. I, I couldn't... So, processing the information was difficult because court records were not easy. But because of my um, life experiences, um, having to go to court myself, uh, being charged, uh, you know, having a similar um, situation where I had, you know, the, the only three charges of my life happened... Um, In a short span. So I'm familiar with this type of situation. That's why I'll be able to explain it so well. Also why I I wish I could have got a sweet deal like this. But I did not. And uh, like I said, if you tune in on Sundays, you'll learn more about me, my experiences, and why I think I'm just as qualified as anyone to cover and talk about these cases. So, one last thing. There's also going to be a... um, Instead of Destination Unknown, it's going to be called Identity Unknown. And I'm going to be talking about does. I don't even like calling them does. Uh, I'm going to put a name to every single one because people take to that more. So, for instance, right now I'm on the Ohio edition, Destination Unknown. So you're going to basically, Identity Unknown or Unknown Identity is going to be about um, unidentified bodies in Ohio. The Ohio thing is going to go on for, for a little bit. So I hope you guys enjoy. Make sure you let us let me know what you think, and I would love some advice. So, hope you enjoy. Welcome to the truth lies between, a podcast that digs deep into cases. Case number one, Carly Gousset. Case number two, Jessica Van Zant. The reason I didn't finish the AJ Cannon episode. Is because I knew new information was going to be released. And that's what I said in the last podcast. And I went through uh, what I believe happened so far in the case. And the negligence of Albany Police Department. And the great job by both Lee and Doherty County. That sentiment was multiplied when um, a great reporter from WALB um, interviewed Christina, but he also interviewed all three police departments, and all you have to do is watch them, and you'll see why I say what I say, and it just really solidifies it that Auburn Police Department has been negligent, it hindered the case, and they need to just wash their hands of it. The best thing they could have ever done was admitted their mistakes and moved on, they would have looked so much better. At least took the COVID out that he was given by the reporter. Because COVID has affected the case. Because Albany was on Time Magazine cover because of how bad it was affected with COVID. And there were investigators out with COVID when she went missing. And I could go on and on and on, but that's not the point of this episode. So let's get into it. So first, I want to start out by saying that um, there is a call to action that um, Leah has put forth and you can go to her least of these page. Um, I believe it may also be on Missing Person Cases Network, but you can go there and they, that's where you can see what to do. They'll have the numbers you need to call and the information. So please do that because that, that's really was the focal point of the live I did that, that failed so miserably. But please do that. And I thank you in advance for doing it. This new information is not new. It's just new to the public. And if you've paid attention to the podcast, you know that in the latest episodes, that continuously talk about Mr. Wired Up uh, because I have gone through all the suspects. We started with Man Man, we went to Etherton, we went. To Rigo, we went to AJ. We examined these guys, and none of them did it. And there's even more false inf- false information going on around AJ right now. Now, let me say, I I do not think AJ is a good person at all. So, if I did believe that AJ was who drove her to meet Gary Potter, I would say it, but it was not. I can assure you that. I can assure you that because of how jealous of a boyfriend AJ was. Do you think he's going to drive her to go meet some other guy? Absolutely not. Here's what happened. She was picked up from AJ's by somebody else, a client of hers. They went to the Deep South Hotel now known as Five Points. Whatever happened, happened. And she was then driven to Cowboy Bills where in the parking lot, She got into Gary Potter's car. Okay. Where they went after that, we do not know. We do not know. But the police know. Because I'm sure they got his phone information back from the company. And they got the pings. He destroyed his phone. Which just is, is shows even more signs of guilt now, here are my questions to you, Mr. Potter? If you are innocent, yes i uh, I agree you should lawyer up you should anyone should always lawyer up, but you can lawyer up and be cooperative. My next question, why'd you lie and say you didn't even know her? Your friends with her on Facebook, your whole family's friends with her on Facebook, and you know her because she logged. Into her Facebook through your phone. Why would you lie? You know they're going to see that. Why wouldn't you? If you're going to lie. Let's come up with the better lie. What happened? Now. It's my belief that she kind of just took your phone. And logged in. And you were like. Holy crap. I am screwed. Because I believe that this was set up in a way I believe that you are who she is in too deep with as she has told many people luckily for you she never actually divulged what exactly or how exactly she was in too deep why would she go from just getting money to meeting up with you did she owe you money Oh, you guys mean to talk about something. I mean, these are the questions that many people have. This could have all been avoided just by being a little bit more cooperative. By saying what happened after she left you, because we know she was with you. She, you know, her, her Facebook didn't magically log into your phone, and then your phone didn't magically become destroyed. Hey, if you want to come on here, we can talk. I'll ask you questions and then people can decide your your guilt or not. But next, I'm going to get into the record of Mr. Gary Potter. First, I'm going to read to you what a specific crime carries in Georgia. Um, Just to have a preface, a um, preface of. You know, what we're dealing with Once I go over these charges And how horrific This whole situation is Okay, and this happened back in uh, 2002 Okay, he has a, a very extensive record And uh, we're going to go over all of that But on this episode We're going to talk about this specific incident And how The system has failed Jessica has failed many women um, You know The penalties for these crimes were very, very soft. They're still soft, but... The Superior Court for the County of Doherty, State of Georgia. Victim's name was Gary Lynn Potter. Civil action file number 02CK564. Stalking six-month protective order. Now, this protective order came about by a battery Um, And I'll discuss that in a minute. I just want to go over this specific document. A hearing was held on this matter on March 2002, which the respondent appeared and was provided with the opportunity to be heard and the petitioner requested that the protective order entered. In this case, be continued. Having heard the evidence presented, reviewed the petition and the record concerning this case and for the good cause shown, it is hereby ordered in it and, adju- and adjudged. Adjudged. The respondent has knowingly and willfully violated OCGA Section 16-50-90 and placed the petitioner in reasonable fare for the petitioner's safety. Respondent is hereby enjoined and restrained from doing or attempting to do or threatening to do any act constituting a violation OCGA Section 16-50-90 and of harassing, interfering, or intimidating the petitioner or petitioner's immediate family, uh, specifically, respondent is hereby enjoined and restrained from victim's name and address, which is a violation of OCGA Section 16-50-90 and that any future acts committed by the respondent towards the petitioner which are in violation of this statute and this protective order can amount of to aggravated stalking pursuant to OCGA section 16-5-91 which is a felony. A person convicted of aggravated stalking shall be punished by imprisonment for not less than one nor more than ten years and by a fine of no more than a hundred, I mean than ten thousand dollars. Now remember that. Just one aggravating stalking can, can bring well it's supposed to bring prison of no less than one year, no more than ten. That's just for one charge. Remember that. It's very important. Because it doesn't happen here. And it's really disheartening because this man should have been in a cage for a while, and then when he committed his next crimes, he should have been he should, he should not have been on the streets. Put it to you like that. So now I'm going to get into these crimes and charges now. So the fir- the first charge came on November eighth of '01. And that was a simple battery. And that's all they really have on that. Um, Now, after that, there are then six more counts. I'm going to go over those counts now. And this is uh, Georgia, Doherty County. And these are the grand jurors. They had a grand jury. Count one. In the name of, and on behalf of the citizens of Georgia, charge and accuse Gary Lynn Potter with the offense of simple battery, for that the said accused in the county on or about January 19th of 2002 did intentionally make physical contact of an insulting and provoking nature with the person of victim's name, when said accused choked her around her neck and pushed her up against the closet door, contrary to the laws of said state, the good order peace and dignity thereof now that is on the 19th that is, would be the second battery okay because of that second battery and the order of protection that was already in order on, spe- on a special bond he then gets this aggravated stalking charge so just for those keeping count this is now we're at Two batteries, which activated an aggravated stalking, so it's two batteries and aggravated stalking at this point. I'm going to read that count next. And the jurors, in the name of and on behalf of the citizens of Georgia, charge and accuse Gary Lynn Potter with the offense of aggravated stalking. For the said accused in the county, on or about January 19th of 2002, did in violation of a special bond condition for pre. Trial release, dated November eighth, two thousand and one, go to I'm not gonna say the address, without her consent for the purpose of harassing and intimidating said victim, contrary to the laws of said state, the good order, peace, and dignity thereof. So what that is saying is that there was a order put in on November eighth of two thousand and one Due to a battery, he couldn't really care less. And he went there just a couple months later on the 19th. And once again, well, they keep calling it a simple battery. It's an assault. He choked her and threw her up against the closet. Okay, so then not that much later. We're talking less than a month later. Um, we have another one. We have count three. The jurors, in the name of and on behalf of the citizens of Georgia, charge and accused Gary Lynn Potter with the offense of aggravated stalking for that the said accused in the county on or about February 14th of 2002 did in violation of a special bond condition for pre-release dated February 8th of 2002 call Ruby Tuesdays the workplace of victim without her consent for the purpose of harassing and intimidating her. Contrary to the laws of state, the good order, peace, and dignity thereof. So, remember this. He's out on bail for the November 8th incident. While out on on special conditions, um, you know, with the protective order, he violates that with another battery. He then gets another special bond, which... The date for that would have been the February 8th. So the offense was on the 19th. They get to court on the 8th. Just six days later, he breaks that by calling her work. Can't do that. That's... So for those keeping count, that's two batteries and two aggravated stockings count four. the jurors in the name of and on behalf of the citizens of Georgia charge and accuse Gary Lynn Potter with the offense of aggravated stalking for that the said accused in the county on or about February 19th of 2002 did in violation of a special bond condition for the pre-release dated February 8th of 2002 go to the Bank of America Located in Albany, Georgia, where victim was taking care of banking business without her consent for the purpose of harassing and intimidating said victim, contrary to the laws of the state and the good order, peace, and dignity thereof, so just five days later, he violates that same protective order, okay now, just because he's violating the February eighth um protective order over and over, that doesn't mean they're not new charges, right, so if you go into the store, you're told not to steal, and you steal, and you keep stealing, and they keep having it on camera, you're not just going to get one, you know, stealing charge because it happened from that date, you're going to get all of those charges, and that's important to note because it's not what happens here, now just seven days later he violates it again for count five where he goes to her house six days later after that okay he does it again then and for those keeping count count six is aggravating stalking count five so let's go back to the punishment, right? For are you supposed to get a year each? Now, the last two counts is when he showed up at her house. So he's out on the loose until he does it once again, which will bring us to six. And that's on June twenty sixth of O two. And at that point, he is arrested and um sentenced to one year. Now I don't know how his lawyer did this, this or how this was allowed, but they then go to court in September. So now he's sitting in jail, you know, for a year, which I don't understand how that that happened because he had all these other charges too. He should just been sitting in jail until trial. OK, but that's not what happened. He got a sentence for that that June 26 charge, which was the sixth aggravating stalking charge he got such a deal for the other five in the batteries he got first offender status and just five years of probation okay yeah but we're not even close to done with with this shit show wait until you hear what happens during this probation time. How. Let me just. We'll get into that now. So just for those who may not understand. So what they did was. They basically. The, the batteries. So the November 8th of 01. And then January 19th. And then the aggravated stockings that came with it. Had its own case number. Then when he is finally arrested, when he, you know, gets that sixth aggravated stalking charge on June 26th of 2002, they make it a new case. Okay? I don't know how that this happened. Well, I do. Because of corruption. Um, But, then, he does the year... On July 1st of 2005, his probation, his probation is revoked for receiving stolen property. He is supposed to go to jail for two years. I, I don't have any documents on whether or not he did, how much time of that he did. Um, but I, all I know is I do have the documents where it says that his probation was revoked for two felonies of receiving stolen goods. And he had to receiving stolen goods in South Carolina, too, um, around this time I'm not sure if that's what revoked it. I don't believe so. I believe that this is separate. No, this is separate because this was in 05. He had, had stolen he even stolen property in like around 02 too. So I, I don't <laughs> You know, we have computer systems in this country. Even back then. I know 2002 was a while ago. But that can track these things. So there is no excuse for this. Because what I'm about to say next just blows my mind. On June 9th of 2006, he had his original probation of those five years revoked for good behavior and being a law-abiding citizen. Yeah. Yep, you heard that right. He beats a woman twice, then gets six aggravated stalking charges, which are basically breaking no-contact orders. There's a year when each of those aggravated stalkings carry a year. He does one year total and gets five years probation. He violates that probation. He supposedly... I'm not sure what happened there about the two years. Because if that's the case... I've never seen two years... Cut completely less than a year, that means he was sitting in jail when the probation he was on was taken away by this probation officer for being a law-abiding citizen and not getting in trouble. I mean, if someone can explain that to me i i I'd, I'd listen very intently because I'm not sure how that's possible, at least in the practical sense. Or, um, and and, you know, we're talking real life here. This is not some movie. Um, How this is possible, I have no idea. I have no idea how somebody... um, can violate a woman like that. Mm -hmm. Over and over, have her fear for her life... and have nothing done about it. And then to have that probation taken away... for being a law-abiding citizen... No wonder he keeps doing this because he's invincible. He's invincible. Now, people, this does not prove that he armed Jessica, but it, it's, it's good evidence and it's a setup for what I'm going to say in future episodes. Now, the next one we're going to discuss, the, the next big charge that he had where he nearly took two people's lives By running them over with his vehicle. And what I'm doing here. Is. Asking. For pressure to be provided to him. Because. This is the type of thing. That happens over and over with him. It needs to stop. It has to stop. I don't even think that. Anybody realizes. Everything I just said like police anyone handling the case now because you had to take each thing and, and look at it and review it and write it down and if you're not doing that then you're just gonna think oh he had you know he did this and he got aggravated he's talking charge and he got that no that's not the case here this is a long line of corruption so that's it for this episode but the next episode will be out soon and I will be discussing other charges. And the reason I can do this and pick him apart is because he has been named a prime suspect. of a from Dirty County. By the great folks over at Lee County. And I'm going to show you why he is a prime suspect. And if he had just cooperated or, you know, answered questions or admitted he saw her, maybe we wouldn't be doing this. But we are. So, I'm D and I'm out. Until next time, guys. Talk to you later. I hope you enjoyed.